the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Definitely rock the show with Stereo Smash Daily. We call it 4 to 6 o'clock, Monday through Friday, right here on 107.1, the big Z, WBGZ. Bruno Construction and Design specializes in executive and mid-level housing in the Riverbend and surrounding area. Everybody knows Jason Bruno. He does a lot of great building here. And one of the great buildings, things that he does is this effort called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. How you doing, partner? I'm great, Smash. How you doing today? I'm cool, man. I've had to cancel only a couple, two, three times because I've been in the hospital, but I was here today, man. So this is a perfect day, is it not, to get people to come on oh, out and help build beds? It is definitely a good day, and yeah. I wish I had video to show you. We've already got about 15 volunteers, including your nice. uh, general manager, uh, Nick Dars here No right kidding. Now. No kidding. He was making his daughter move furniture with him a little bit earlier. I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's trying to make her strong for the actuality of the build of the bed over there at uh, where you guys are. Yeah, we've got them both out here. And like I said, we've got some <laughs> National Honor Society students here today and some right other on. regular volunteers. And we're already uh, starting sanding the beds and getting a lot done uh, within the first 15 minutes. Nice. So on Wednesdays, the community's invited to come and help build beds. And I was uh, out there, shoot, I'd say, baby, what, a month and a half ago when we first started this. And what a beautiful facility. It is your, your offices and everything, but what a beautiful facility there. And the beds are bunk beds that are quality-made bunk beds, made out of sturdy 2x4s, 20x4s, 80x4s. I don't know what you guys are using, but these are some beds that you can take into somebody's house and bless their lives because now the kids, along with the beds, got great mattresses and great sleep, sleep in heavenly peace. Yeah, these are all hand-built beds uh, from our volunteers through our assembly line system. Mm -hmm. Uh, We stain the beds and then deliver them in the kids and needs homes with uh, brand-new bedding, brand-new mattresses. And it's uh, really a blessing when we get to uh, deliver the beds, which uh, we're going to do a round of deliveries uh, this Sunday. We're going to be delivering uh, 15 beds this Sunday. Nice, nice, nice. Let me ask you real, real quick, man. On Wednesdays, what time does it all start as far as the community coming on in and becoming builders? You know, what do they uh, need to bring? What do they need to know? How does that all play? Every Wednesday, we're open from 5 till 8. It's our open volunteer night. Uh, it's always available to check the events tab on Sleep in Heavenly Peace Facebook page mm-hmm. to make sure we're having that open night. Uh, but you don't need to bring anything. We provide all the tools and uh, materials and equipment. Uh, just bring something to drink and a mask. And uh, individuals, groups, everyone is welcome. You don't have to RSVP. We'll be ready for you late every Wednesday. 
Beautiful, man. And as far as the actuality of building the beds, talk about the – to me, what I was impressed with was the strength of the bed. Because oftentimes you see some of these bunk beds, and they're just flimsy. I just laid it on the line. But these are strong, sturdy just foundations that you're building for these kids because if there's one thing we know, especially as adults, ain't nothing better. And I'm serious because I've been 71 years on this earth and I know there ain't nothing better, nothing better than a good night's sleep. And to be able to sleep in heavenly peace, courtesy of Bruno Construction, fantastic, man. And once again, if people need more information on this, Jason. Uh, they can get it at www.shpbeds.org mm-hmm. or check our Facebook page for current events and the things that we're doing around the River Bend area. Uh, they can also call our office at 618 618- Can I uh, do something uh, to enhance your life before the kids start making fun of you real quick? Definitely. Okay. And this is what they they jumped on me for this, oh, I'd say about a year and a half ago, Jason. And you don't have to say WWW anymore, all right? (laughs) You got me, man. I'm I'm nervous and in the flow. (laughs) (laughs) So anybody wants to help build beds, you know, there's the numbers you can call. You can go to the website and all that. But give the location real, real quick in case somebody's in that area and say, you know, I think I'll stop by. Yeah, we're at uh, 10 Crossroads Court in Alton. That's off College Avenue across the parking lot of the yep. Comfort Inn yep. uh, right off of College Avenue. Beautiful. All right, buddy. We'll check in with you again next week. But everybody time to help you got a night like this come on out and help and the weather's going to keep on getting better keep on getting better and life's going to be blessed 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 because the beds are getting ready to be delivered this coming sunday i'll talk to you next week my man sounds good nobody sleeps on the floor in our town smash that's right buddy and what happens with www <laughs> we don't need to say it. that's it all right jason bruno you're listening to smash daily like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion This is my fight song Take back my life I still got a lot of fight left in me. What a great line right there, because you do. A lot of times you think you don't, but along with a lot of fight left in you, you got a lot of life left in you. And when we deal with that, we talk with the ultimate life coach, and that is Liesl Duhan. You can find her at Duhan, D-U-H-O-N, Liesl Duhan, DuhanCoaches.com. You don't have to put a WWW in front of that, all right? I'm just telling you kids that because somebody got to learn. Anyway, Lise, how you doing, kid? Hey, I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm cool. Can I call you Liesl? It's almost like, you know, eliminate the WWW, but that's not your formal name. It's kind of like more of a smash cash. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. Okay. Please go right ahead. All right. Very, very good. Hey, today, this is a great uh, subject that we're uh, dealing with. And what it really is, 
is getting people ready because now things are open up. Texas opened up, and that's going to be really the experimental thing. How do they fare a month in being open? How do they fare two months in? And then if they're looking good, the rest of the country is going to start opening up. And when it opens up, people are going to be going back to work. And when you're going back to work, you got to know some interview thinking. What do we need to start with there, kid? Well, this is really important, I think, especially since, you know, our country is going to start getting back to normal. Mm -hmm. I have three main tips I want to share with those of you who are out there looking for a job. Mm -hmm. The first one is preparation. Yes. Good to be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the main thing I would say is, like, do your homework and get out there and do some networking. Have you ever done any networking to get a job, especially like when you were just starting out? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's all about networking. In reality, it's like they say, it's it's who you know, but at the same time, it's who knows you. So it's kind of like a double-edged play right there. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yep. Yep, yep, so yep. that's part of it, you know, is basically do the research. What's the company all about? Right. Know the product or service. Mm-hmm. Even look at its social media, Instagram, Twitter. What's, what's going on in the company right, right. now, especially with the pandemic? Yeah. You know, what are the trends? Yep. And, you know, even better, like for the networking, find out if you know anybody who works there. Yeah. And if you right. don't, then just look in like apps like LinkedIn, which is mm-hmm. a really good place to start and mm-hmm. try to make become friends with people in that company. The best of all would be if you could ask for an informational interview. So mm-hmm. there's no I don't know if you've ever done that before. It's a really informal way of just getting to know the inside scoop about the company, mm-hmm. the business culture there. And yeah. if they like you, you know, they might put in a good word for you. Yeah, exactly right. So when it comes to finding out about the company, should mm-hmm. you find out about their competition too? Because you might have to speak to how are you going to compete with our company versus this particular company? Well, that's a good point. You know, if you really look at all the angles of a company, you would kind of know want to know who your competition right. is. It's a restaurant, for example, you yep. know, who are the competitors in the area? Yeah. And what do they what do you what makes your the company that you're interviewing for stand out versus the others or do mm-hmm. you have ideas about how to make it better? Yeah. Really, of course it depends on what you're looking for in terms of what type of job. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. another takeaway is try to have a couple questions for the interviewer. Sure. Because I know that when I used to interview people, I would say, "Do you have any questions for me?" Mm-hmm. And if they said no, I was like, hmm, okay. You know, I was thinking maybe they haven't done their homework. Yeah. So it is a good idea to have a few of those in your back pocket in case they ask you. It is because sometimes you, you think, okay, well, I've I've talked everything with them in this interview. I really have nothing more to say and there's really nothing more to talk about. But you got to come up with uh, something. So exactly. definitely be prepared on that particular angle. Let's go to um, how we can uh, – prepare ourselves mentally for the interview because right now we're coming into a situation where people are going to be looking for work and you got to be, I don't know what the word would be, prim and proper to the actuality of the vocational situation that's going on. And yet at the same time, you got to get rid of any kind of nervousness you got because you, it's like the old saying, you can't let them see you sweat. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Well, you know, I think the first part is recognizing, hey, you know, it is a little bit of a difficult situation. You're being put on the hot seat, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So first of all, just be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. and don't judge yourself cruelly. Naturally, you're going to feel a little bit. But good news is you've already done a lot of that research. You've already done a lot of that prep work. And keep reminding yourself of that. 
Right. And, you know, don't sabotage yourself. Basically. Yeah, people do and that. And what are you worried about? You know, of course, you'd love to get the job. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you have to kind of put things in someone else's hands. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. And if it's meant to be, it's going to be, it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. If you connect right. with that interviewer, which is the next thing we're going to talk about, will be helpful. Mm-hmm. But your visual and how you walk and how you look at people, right? Yep. Makes a big difference. That shows mm-hmm. confidence. Mm-hmm. So before you go practice your interview with someone is what I would also do. Get mm-hmm. rid of those nerves. Practice yeah. a couple times preparing for that. Well, let me and ask take you. a couple deep breaths and sure. relax. Sure. But let me ask you this. That'll let's you. let's yeah. say you know you're a sweater, a sweat. Mm-hmm. You, you sweat, shoot, mm-hmm. and you sweat a lot under your armpits. So by the time the interview's done, you got like, you know, it's 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 the Atlantic Ocean on one side, the Pacific Ocean on the other side. In your armpits, you can see it through your shirt. Should you mm-hmm. put padding under your arms, even though it makes your arms expand a little bit and you can't really put them to your side? But the padding will help in the sweating and thus collect the water and you don't look like you're nervous out of your ass. Well, that's another good point. I think that is probably a it good is. idea. Okay. You know, think about how you're being perceived. Sure. And, it's, and you know what? It is okay to admit that you're a little nervous. Yeah. I think that kind of breaks the ice a little bit. It's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, I seem a little nervous, but, you know, I'm very interested in this job. And, you know, I I think I can contribute a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, you know, put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and do it. What's the worst that can happen? They'll listen to you and they won't offer you the job. Big deal. Big deal. And the more often you practice doing interviews, the easier it gets. Yeah. Well, let me uh, throw this at you. Let's say you ain't got no hair. And you want to make a good impression, so you put on a toupee that uh, really you ain't got the money to buy, so you buy whatever you buy. And underneath that uh, toupee is your head is sweating like nobody's business, but the toupee don't fit right. Should you go in bald or bring the toupe because the toupe might wind up be the selling point because it makes you look younger? Uh, well, yeah, you have to look at age because let's be honest, there is a little bit of I know. a disadvantage for people who are older on That's the right. one hand. But right. being over 50 myself, I can say that it is also an asset. Mm-hmm. You're wiser, wiser. You have experience. So play on that. Mm-hmm. I would say forget the toupee and go with bald is beautiful because actually, <laughs> look right at up. it. There are a lot of 30 and 40-year-olds that decide yep. to go bald because yep. it's very, yep. very in right now. So right just, I would just be natural. As far as beauty is concerned, let's say uh, I want to Botox myself so I ain't got no wrinkles on my forehead. Should I do something like that or can that be detected in a way? That makes the employer say, oh, man, I got to, this is, no, uh-uh, she's Botoxing. Oh, gosh. Well, I guess that's a personal choice. Yeah. Um, you know, they say that sometimes it can make you look more youthful. It can, if it can build your confidence and you still look natural. I know. I think it's up to you to decide what mm-hmm. you want to do, you know? Can I stop you for if a second? Lolo is our producer right here. Lolo? Yes. I Botoxed before the show. How am I looking right now? You look marvelous. Thank you, Lolo. So mm-hmm. let's continue. To the <laughs> okay. All right. Well, He's a wonderful mm-hmm. young man, very truthful. How, well, can, okay. how can we connect with the person who's interviewing us? Because oftentimes people have a problem thinking, well, you know, this is my boss who's interviewing me, the future boss possibly. I am really not one who takes to management that well. But how do we make it look so we get the gig because we got a family to feed? Well, here's here's a couple good points. Right. Like, let's remember this. 
because people want to work with people they get along with, right? Exactly. So you've got to find a way to connect with the interviewer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you know, if you find, know who's going to interview in advance, of course, it would be great to just like kind of do some research on that person, see what you have in common with them somehow Mm -hmm. through social media or through other people who know them. Look them directly in the eye, you know, at a natural time. Don't stare at them constantly, but smile when it's appropriate. Look at them in the eye. And, you know, there's a difference between kind of sort of listening and truly listening, because sometimes you can read between the lines and hear actively listening, you know, and it's, it's easier to actively listen by relaxing a little bit, which I know it sounds hard, but if you take a deep breath and just listen, you know, you don't have to be talking the whole time. People love to yeah, be heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let and me look f- at body language and cues oh, yeah, or definitely. tone of voice, right, yep, that's yep. behind those questions. Exactly right. Let me throw this at you. This actually happened to me. How would you have handled it? It's my mm-hmm. early days when I had moved to Phoenix, Arizona, my early days. I go for this radio station gig. I'm in there, and I'm going in for the gig of producer, all right? Not the uh, main talent on the show, shall we say. Producer mm-hmm. of the show. Big difference right there. Now, the boss, the program director at the station in Phoenix asks me, what happened with your last job in St. Louis? So I start telling him the truth about how these people jack me around. And I said, I don't want to work for these uh, a-holes anymore. And I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Five minutes later, he said, okay, that'll be enough. Thank you, uh, Mr. Ben Ruby, for coming on in. And I was gone. All right? Serious business. So they ask you a question like that. And it, to me, is almost a set-up question because, and I learned from that. I, of course, would never answer that question again in that way. And uh, I'm just thinking to myself, you got to be able to work angles. I worked the wrong angle, and the angle was truth. How do you mm-hmm. handle the truth? Because as the movie says, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> exactly. Well, I know that that would be an awkward situation. I he know. was, you know, very direct me. with you. No. What I would try to do is try to anticipate that. Like, if you know that you you had a bad situation in your last job, I figure out what you're going to say beforehand. Yeah. Because this happens, yeah. right? Right. People don't connect. Yeah. People don't get along. Yeah. It wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right match, right? Yep. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that I would say. Those are the types of phrases I would say. I would try to be very careful not to mention names or anything, mm-hmm. but just say, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a different challenge mm-hmm. and your company really appealed to me mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. kind of switch it to that area. All right. Let me throw this at you. Lisa Duhon is the young lady's name. Life coach extraordinaire. Duhon, D-U-H-O-N, Duhon Coaches. Dot com. One last question here. So you're getting interviewed by some dude. You all dressed up. You Botox your face. You, you actually combed whatever hairs you had left. And you're in there. You're firing off fantastic answers to any questions. But when you look at the dude in reality, you're looking at him and you think, well, this dude ain't even half as good as I am. But he's going to be my employer? Mm-hmm. How you get rid of that attitude? Because that can, can be a hurting situation to yourself. Yes, it can. And, yeah. you know, I think it's almost all about making you making the interviewer feel comfortable, too. Good point. And sort of showing a little bit of respect by mm. listening deeply, mm-hmm. looking engaged, smiling when appropriate, you know, looking in the eye, mm. seeing that you're kind of approachable, right? That you're right. you're somebody that you wouldn't he would actually enjoy working with. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. This young lady can help you. You got to get to her, and you can do that through Duhan, D-U-H-O-N, DuhanCoaches.com. That's a smart lady right there, Liesl Duhan. I've always loved that name, Liesl, from 
the early days of sound and music and everything, and I actually met a, a Liesl. And so all I want to do is, you know, sing to the mountaintops with you, young lady. I appreciate you being <laughs> That's on funny. the show. <laughs> well, for all of you out there who are about ready to go out on an interview, I'll be rooting for you. And just remember those tips, and you'll do great. Beautiful. Liesl Duhan, DuhanCoaches.com. This is my fight song. Take back my Get a day like this, 68 degrees, all you want to think about is, yeah, maybe now it's time to, as as the song said, bust a move, all right? And I'm talking about the move of where you're at to a brand new house. Say your family's expanded, and you know more expansion will be coming because you love mama. I'm talking to the guys right now. Mama loves you. So, yeah, the family's going to expand. So you need a bigger crib, right? So it might be time to do some house hunting. The best way to just start at GodfreyLandmark.com. That's Landmark Realty. They know the river bend. They know even outside the river bend. GodfreyLandmark.com. You get to that and you're going to see all the houses in the pictures, in the videos, right there. And everything, man. They take you right through the house. I I love, and I've said it before, I, I love the aerial drone shots because that way you can take a look at the roof and you know whether you need new shingles you take a look at the lie of the land and so you know if you got a sinkhole in back i'm just talking all right there's a lot of things you can learn because of the fact that the guys matt horn and his crew have put up all the house for you so you can make an actual discernment as to whether this house is going to be right for you then you say hey you call matt horn GodfreeLandmark.com got all the information. You call Matt Horn, makes arrangements for you to go on and take a look at the house. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't, no big thing. But the beauty of it is when it comes time that you do have a house you like, boom, these guys understand the paperwork of real estate. All right? Ain't nothing better as far as just getting you out of it as far as the legal is concerned. So you can concentrate on, is this the right house for me and my family? They've been there over 20 years, right there in Godfrey, serving the River Bend. If it's house hunting time, if it's house selling time you want, you list with a leader. GodfreyLandmark.com, that's Landmark Realty. Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives, standing six foot one, weighing Don't even think about it. Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The Smash. The Smash. Big Bad Smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash. 
we go, here we go, 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 Tone Lope. I feel like I'm in high school again, man. Yeah. Working all week, not a five for my money. So on the weekend comes, I go get live with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw this girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, got into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself as low, she said, you're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll, and I'm, I'm on fire. fire. Took it to the hotel, she said, you're the king. I said, I'll be my queen, if you know what I mean, and let's do the wild thing. Wild thing. Don't dance in front of me. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, my wild right. thing came I'm, out. Yeah, don't dance in front of me. All right, <laughs> don't act dance. like all, all dancing and stuff. Is your wife listening by chance? She might be. Yeah, yeah. your mom, I know, listens. So, hey, mom. Yeah. Stop him. <laughs> all right, Aubrey's your wife's name. Yeah. All right, Aubrey, stop him. Uh, okay, so Tone Loke, man. That was the best party music of its day, yeah. was it not? Like I said, I felt like I was in high school all yep. over again. Every single dance, yep. you had Tone look. Yep, yep. Let me ask the smartest person I know, and that is Madam Brainiac. Madam Brainiac, come on over here, young lady. Oh, I got to do this. There you go. Okay. So, Madam Brainiac, when did Tone Loke come out with Wild Thing? The release date of Wild Thing was January 23rd, 1989. Beautiful. Wow. 89. Wow. So, See, I was thinking 92. Yeah, 89, 90. Yeah. Was, he had the album. I wish uh, I remember the name of the album. It had his. Uh, anyway, mm. I'm going to play a little bit of the other big hit, Funky Cold Medina, coming up at the Ooh. end here. Yeah, because those are the big songs of that era. Sure. Anytime those songs would be on anywhere in the car, you're moving. Mm -hmm. You're doing some seat dancing. If you're at work, you're moving. You're moving because you shouldn't be listening to that. You should be working, and so you have to move to some <laughs> other place. But, man, at the dance, at the dance club, mm, pff, all over. the girls would get on there, and then all of a sudden, you got to get on the dance floor and go ahead and show them what you got. Now, again, mm -hmm. never dance in front of me. <laughs> Not in the studio. If we're in a social situation, different story, but a wonderful <laughs> young man right there. But I tell you what, I always told all the guys, because I was always a rock and roller, and I was uh, – at DC 101, like I said, I had a big disco show in Indianapolis back in the late 70s. And um, and I was told the guys, they say, Smash, you're rock and roller, man. You're kind of disappointing us doing this disco crap and this dance crap. I said, let me tell you what, fellas. The girls don't dance to Freebird, all right? It's that simple. You want to get the girls? You better learn to dance to this stuff. Girls don't dance to Stairway to Heaven. Mm. They'll listen to it. But they may flail to it. They may move rhythmically, interpretive dancing, if you will, but never the kind of dance that's going to get you over like a big dog, like Tone Loke right there. By the way, speaking of, got the word on Tiger Woods. He's going to go with some things at random, all right? This is part of the show. It's called At Random. I think that's a good idea for a show. You're a producer. What do you think? I love it. At random. At Just random. go at random. Smash at random. Smash, smash daily. At random. Smash daily. Smash at, at yep. random. But smash at random makes more, better sense. Yeah. Here's what's going on. With Tiger Woods' leg. Woods has been recovering since Tuesday when the SUV he was driving lost control, rolling over and shattering his right leg. It's very fortunate that Mr. Woods um, was able to uh, come out of this alive. 
The golfing great undergoing surgery, where doctors inserted screws and pins to stabilize the bones in his tibia, ankle, and foot, and a metal rod in his shin, which suffered multiple comminuted fractures, meaning his bones were shattered to splinters. At the end of last week, Woods was transferred to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, one of the top orthopedic centers in the country. All I got to say is when they said splintered, Mm -hmm. that's smaller than this toothpick I'm I'm chewing on right now. Can you imagine the hurt that, that that was? It must have knocked him out because that had to be too big a hurt. Yeah. Because you can't handle, the body can't handle that kind of pain. And his leg was shattered, yeah. splintered, but they didn't say nothing about his left leg. So I don't know what happened there. Well, if you want to know what hurt is, look at the front end of that car. That's I mean, a good it point. It is gone. Yeah. yeah. That was a Hyundai Genesis. Yes. Really, really, really nice car and looks to be relatively well constructed, except when it tumbles over into ravines. True. So... Anyway, that's uh, what's going on with Tiger Woods and last Sunday, all the golfers at all the big tournaments were wearing their black pants and their red shirts like Tiger Woods in tribute to Tiger Woods. And he just reached out yesterday, I think it was, maybe, yeah, yesterday. Today, Wednesday, what day is this? Wednesday. Yeah, today. He reached out and said, thanks to all my golfer friends for, you know, signifying. So the dude can at least be awake and be cognizant. But he ain't got no leg no more. He ain't going to have a leg for a long time because you can't be on the golf course walking like you're walking. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to be for real, but I'm thinking it's going to be for real. It's always been a thing where golf forced the professional golfer to walk the course. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, and I don't know how many professional golfers wanted to ride carts. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this may be the turnaround to the riding carts on the golf course because Tiger Woods cannot walk that much ever again with a shattered, splintered leg like that. That's what I'm thinking. So you're going to see golf carts come out of this whole Tiger Woods thing. Do you golf at all, sir? No. Well, I can't talk to you. (laughs) Okay, so that's a little our producer right over. That's what I'm thinking was going to come out of this whole deal. Now, Cam Newton's a wonderful young man. Cam Newton, I love Coach Bilicek. Coach Bilicek really don't want Cam Newton Next year, so they gave him the free agent tag and said, okay, bye. And he didn't have a good year for the uh, Patriots football team this last year. Mm-hmm. I think there were seven and whatever the uh, other total is. Anyway, he didn't have a good year. But he was gone part of the year because of the fact that he had the COVID. Right? So Cam Newton didn't have a good year with the Patriots. And you know Belichick wanted to have a good year with the Patriots because Brady left him and he wanted to show the world that he could be a championship builder without Tom Brady. And Tom Brady wanted to show the world that, hey, listen, I don't want to I don't want to end my football career in Boston because all they're ever going to say is the only reason you are as great a quarterback is because of Coach Belichick. So Brady showed that he is great on his own. Belichick showed that he couldn't take a quarterback that is at one time, if not now, right now, somebody as great as Cam Newton mm-hmm. and get the championship that he wanted to get. Now, Cam Newton has a football camp. Cam Newton is getting trolled online and bad-mouthed online. And uh, here's a little bit of what happened to him at his football camp just the other day from one of the guys that was bad-mouthing him and trolling him. Cam Newton was heckled at his football camp, and the clip went viral. I'm Robin Lundberg here now with the fantasy exec Corey Parson and Ben Pickman. And guys, 
You know, Cam uh, obviously probably was a little irritated at, at first here. Uh, then he had a talk with, with the, the, the kid involved after the fact. And I know there'll be a lot of takes about, you know, kids these days and, and generations or parents and the like. I don't know this individual situation. I, I do know sometimes I think the way that the media talks about players and social media talks about players might lead to stuff like this. But, Corey, h- how did you uh, think that, that Cam handled the situation overall? I thought it was interesting on um, the young man, Jacef Owens, down there at Cam 7-on-7 camp, bless the babies. Um, listen, he came out there, he trolled Cam a little bit, was talking trash to him. But notice Cam Newton immediately picked him out, went up to him, and listen, the kid said, listen, you might be rich now, but you're about to be a free agent, so you're going to be poor. Which, you know, listen, is probably something that Cam, he shouldn't have said to Cam Newton. But the bottom line of the matter is the NFL media spent the last three weeks, excuse me, the last three months, talking about how Cam Newton was washed up. So why, when this actual player says it to his face, does everybody have this big of a problem with it? I really didn't understand that. And then when you go back to it, when Cam actually comes back to re-engage uh, the young fella, Jacef Owens, you know what I'm saying? The kid says to him, what I really liked was how the kid held his own. He was very confident. He released a statement saying, listen, my competitive nature as a football player got the best of me. But that's what football players do. They talk trash. They're competitive. He told Cam Newton, he said, listen, You've seen me on YouTube. The camera's always on me. I rep that 215. How wait, do you wait, wait, wait a second. Dude, you're comparing this kid act, and his YouTube videos to what Cam Newton has accomplished throughout his career? I mean, there is something called respect. And, and I'm with you about the way that the media has talked about it, and maybe that can bleed in a little bit. But that, there's nothing, like, uh, admirable about talking trash to Cam Newton when you've done nothing at, at that age versus somebody who's a but former stood, NFL MVP. He stood up to Cam Newton. Cam Newton came and stuck and, and, and sneaked him and, and looked for him. He stood up to Cam Newton. He teach, listen to confidence and the swagger that young man showed. And then to see everybody on Twitter with these think pieces about how he's been parented and stuff like that. I'm like, come on. When the NFL media just spent the entire back half of the football season calling Cam Newton washed up. Robin, none of them would say it to his face. That young man did. But there's nothing good about saying it to his face. Again, like that, and, and uh, you know, I, I, who knows how we should be talking, and that's a different conversation. But you shouldn't be talking to anybody like that. Now, a, as far as you know, standing up to him, as you said, that's because Cam Newton came over there. there. There's nothing heroic or brave a, a, about heckling in, in that regard. I don't want to talk about that kid or that kid's parents. I, I don't know. Obviously, he's still very young. But that isn't the way you should talk to anyone. And I think that should be, you know, a, an ultimate takeaway. See, that's uh, that's for real right there. The kid comes into Cam Newton's training camp, his, his little camp for high schoolers and everything, uh, for f- football and all that. And he comes in heckling Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Bravo to Cam Newton for going up to the guy and say, okay, what's your story? And this one announcer is saying that guy stood up to Cam Newton. Hey. That guy should be fired because he's a dumbass, all right? Not because of his attitude, just dumbass is dumbass. Now, here's what the deal is. That's bullying is really what it is, is what this kid is trying to do to Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what you do with a bully. You beat the bully's ass. That's simple, all right? I once got called by an organization. The smash was starting a new organization. We are looking for a spokesman. Uh, okay, well, what is it? It's anti-bullying. Oh, really? And uh, we would like you to be our spokesman, and you have, you have a masculine voice, and, and people uh, listen to you and everything. I said, well, can I tell you what my attitude on bullying is? Oh, sure. Because my attitude wasn't their attitude. I got to let them know. And so I said, 
here's bullying to me. When I was a kid, maybe 16 years old, I got bullied all the time because we lived in the poor side of town and my parents working hard took us to the Jewish Community Center in Indianapolis up on Hoover Road in the north side and to the rich side of town. And so I was not the kid who was accepted because I was from out of the area. Anyway, this one guy kept uh, making fun of me, making fun of me, making fun of me. And I used to go to a high school that was 85% black. That's where we lived. And so I'll never forget this kid, the chaperone of the teen canteen where the, we had the pool tables and all that kind of stuff, had left the room. Mm-hmm. And this kid, I was playing pool against him because everybody put a quarter up and you would play the next guy and, and that's how you did And so this guy called me in because I went to a black high school went and called me an N lover. Hmm. And back then that was a bad term oh, yeah. to be calling a white guy. An N lover. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, all these ends have accepted me into their community at the high school. I play football with them on the basketball team, all that kind of stuff. And you over here won't even give me acceptance into my own white community and then call me end lover again. And the kids, woo, like that. And I, I said, what I'm telling these people who want to start a new uh, anti-bullying thing. I beat the living daylights out of this bully. And I said, and, and he never bothered me again, by the way. I told these folks, hey, that's what I would tell people. If you're okay with that, then let's go ahead and do this uh, anti-bullying campaign. And they said, well, no, Smash, we're going to have to consider this. I never heard from them again. (laughs) That was fantastic. But that's what I say you do with a bully, and I'll tell you how it plays in today's society. Jill Biden, she happens to be the first lady. They call her Dr. Jill Biden. They're at one of these rallies about a year ago, and they have some people at the rally. And... At the rally, these folks are holding up signs, don't do dairy. It's a, a vegan rally, believe it or not. Don't do dairy. And Biden's over there campaigning. So three people jump up onto the stage with their don't do dairy signs. And they're coming at Biden. And they were holding their signs up to the crowd and everything. Well, a bouncer got into one of them and took her off. Mm-hmm. This was a girl. Then the next one comes up. And Jill Biden straight arms this guy, just like a Heisman Trophy candidate, you know, just boom, like that, straight arms a guy, knocks him back. They got video of it. It's all over the place. I'm saying to myself, you know what? That's the way you handle a bully because these people ain't uh, supposed to be on stage. But that's what you need is a woman who will fight for you. Now, at my age, that's what I'm looking for. You see what I'm saying? Uh A woman who's got more guts than me. Now, back when I was fighting, I was a young man and I had an attitude. You. Do you have a woman who would like jump in front? It's almost like taking a bullet for you because you do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Her name is? Aubrey. Oh, yeah. It's good to make uh, sure it's that, <laughs> that name right there. Yes. And and so salute to Jill Biden on that because she stood up and wouldn't let nobody mess with her. <laughs> she straight armed this guy straight back off the stage. It was hilarious. You can see it on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But there you go. So Matt Random, as we call it right here, on Smash Daily. Here we go, here we go. Go cool and add a ball. And I'm looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around. Boy, none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up, what L.O.C.? The girls are all jockeying. 
at the other end of the bar Having drinks with some no-name chump when they know that I'm the star So I got up and strolled over to the other side of the cantina I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, fuck you, me wherever you go because i am at where you is the smash daily podcast at smashdaily.com i gotta tell you what american family insurance as the slogan goes american family insurance they will insure your dreams all right you dream about maybe building a new business you need some business insurance all right they will insure that dream insure in two ways there's insure e-n-s-u-r-e to ensure that indeed the dream does come to fruition. And then once it's there, they will insure it, I-N-S-U-R-E, insurance, to make sure that dream stays in place and is able to build upon itself, all right? The guy here in the river bend that everybody goes to for that American family insurance is Gerard Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, no relation to Fisher Lumber. Gerard, G-E-R-A-R-D. You go to Gerard Fisher. He's got all that American Family Insurance stuff you need to know about. I'm telling you more about it as our relationship grows because I'm turning you on to good stuff, as is always. But let me talk to the youngsters. When I was talking about youngsters, I'm 71, so anybody 50 and younger is a youngster to me, all right? You have opportunity to get yourself life insurance at such a dollar rate right now that you've got yourself insured as far as when your time does come, you never know what's going to be tomorrow or it's going to be 50 years from now. You don't know. But if you got yourself insured, then you know the people that are around you that mean the most to you have got themselves some sort of semblance of security. That's because you got your life insurance now while you are young. Let Gerard Fisher turn you on to how all that plays, all right? I'll tell you more about it as the time does come, like I said. But for now, just want you to remember American Family Insurance when you go to GerardFisher.com. Listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. SmashDaily.com. You know, the guy talking just before that last guy is my favorite announcer. He's awesome, oh, he's isn't he? a wonderful he? announcer. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's my man Lolo. I think we got to get out of here. Last, uh, yesterday, it threw me, too, because yeah. the clock is like three minutes slow or something yeah, right. like that, right? we got three minutes uh, left. Oh, well, we do. Okay. we got three minutes All left. All right, yeah. so I appreciate you being here today. Thank me and Lolo are building chemistry, producer and uh, talent, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Bringing... Uh, Bringing Lolo in here gives me a freedom to kind of like uh, expound mm -hmm. a little bit better, especially at random. Yeah. Fantastic. Especially with Liesl Duhan a little bit earlier as far as DuhanCoaches.com, you know, because when I can have the everybody's heard and here seen man versus machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Everybody has. <laughs> and when I have the pleasure of not having to deal with the machines because Lolo, producer extraordinaire, is on the machines. Well, then I can uh, be, just to use the term, a better broadcaster. And Lolo, of course, through the modern miracle of recording and everything, does a magnificent show as far as the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s on our sister station, My Mix 94.3. That goes 2 to 6 o'clock, all the good songs. And what I love about it is a lot of these stations are stuck in just playing, you know, like that's right in that 70s range. But 
my mix goes all the way back to the 50s mm-hmm. and comes on through right on, on into the edge of the 80s. Oh, and yeah. that's exactly what the new oldies is. So that's one of the great things about the station. Now, how's Pigpen doing in the morning? You got a minute. Doing wonderful. He's doing wonderful. Oh, sir, you, you six see? To, six to nine. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> make him sound like a good guy. I mean, he is a good guy, yeah. but I'm not trying to kiss ass. But yeah. uh, he's a good dude. He's really, really talented. He's been all over yeah, the place, is. man. Yeah. He used you to know? work with Glover, I remember. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's told me stories. I mean, he's been a Casey. Yep. He's you see been... Glover's going over to, to uh, KMOX? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. And what's his name? Mark Reardon, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, Mark Reardon is moving to Glover That slot. is a power play. Yeah, that's Ooh. a power play of sorts. But you know what? The power play is right here. You know mm-hmm. why? Because they all copy cool papa. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash Daily Style. For as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be.